Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. More personal, more vulnerable, more You've arrived at your destination. This is an episode that literally everyone can relate to because all our lives have been deeply affected by this topic. And this topic is social media. This isn't going to be your normal conversation around social media, though, because I feel like the older generation just wants to name it as bad, wrong, ruining everyone's lives. And yes, there is an element to that. But just like in everything else in life, there is a duality. There is the other side of the spectrum. We would not be using social media if it didn't have some kind of effects of connection or information transition or opening up people's eyes. With everything in life comes this duality. There is no right or wrong. There is no either or. It's only both and. Both and. I want you guys to remember this now. Write this down or just like make a mental note to think about this later. The paradox of life is that literally nothing will ever be either or. It'll never be this or that. It'll never be just one thing because the purpose of the human experience is that we live within the paradox. The paradox is the two sides pulling against each other. And I've talked about this before, that the beauty is in the contrast. It's in the shades of gray. It's in the nuances of life. And it's not either or. And it's the same thing with social media. It's both and both and remember that guys every single situation is nuanced and it is the same thing here with social media and i'm just gonna get right into it okay we can have social media we can have the social media that a lot of us are using now that's just creating this anxiety and depression within all of us or we can shift we can shift we can shift to a place of intention to a place that i like to call soul show media 
connection and understanding and information transition that comes from the soul, that comes from intention, that comes from wanting to connect with other people from all around the world. Knowing that we are not alone in so many of our struggles, knowing that we are not alone in so many of our life experiences. Someone out there that you could not even know might understand you better than your neighbor next to you, might understand you better than even your best friend in your life. They might fucking get you because they might have experienced the same things as you. And that's why I want to create this space of social media, social media. We have an amazing opportunity here, technology at our fingertips to create a place and space and a world in which we can connect and understand and intentionally get to know each other deeper through the lens of social media. And yes, it is hard to find the balance and we will never completely transition over to the other side. Not all of us will. Not all of us will use social media in this intentional way because we need that duality. We need that contrast. But If you're listening today, you can transition over. We all can transition over to create this space and to create a community. Like, I just want to create an amazing community and we already have. I love you guys so fucking much. Like, all of you are so fucking brilliant and intelligent and beautiful inside and out. And I read your comments and I answer your DMs and I'm like, damn, you guys are honestly so intuitive, first of all. And just brilliant. Like all of you guys that I have talked to on Instagram or have seen your comments or have just seen the downloads that you have received from listening to the episodes. I'm like, fuck, I wouldn't have thought about that. Like you did that. That came from you. That idea, that message came from you. I'm not the only one that gets to stand up here today and say the impact of this podcast and that opening up conversations has had on me. I want to have you guys on. So that's what I did. <laughs> um, I reached out on the gram and I reached out to you guys and I was like, hey, um, I want some of you guys to make a cameo on the podcast because last time with my friends, it went so well. And I want to include you guys in the conversation because you guys have so much insight that I don't have (laughs) that I don't have because you have experiences that I don't have and you have pretenses that have opened you up to ideas and opened you up to intuitive downloads so that you can receive them so that you can receive them so that you can communicate them because you can make an impact. We all have the amazing opportunity to do that here and I'm so fucking grateful. So thank you for everyone that sent in things. I did like a little like almost like giveaway thing so that it would be fair because so many people wanted to be on. Like I got an overwhelming amount of responses, like probably over a hundred people wanting to be on. And I was like, I wish I could have all you on. And don't worry, I will. I will have you all on at some point. We're all going to make a cameo. I'm very determined by this because I really want to create this space where everybody has a voice, where everybody is able to communicate their truth because you have so much knowledge. You have so many important messages to communicate because of your own individual, unique life experiences that have led you to the person that you are today. And you know what I have to say to that? Stop fucking downplaying that shit. Stop downplaying your fucking brilliance. Stop downplaying how intelligent you are and how intuitive you are because you know, you're hearing me right now and you're like, I know, I know, I know. Why do I downplay myself? Stop. Cancel, cancel. Stop downplaying yourself today. 
because you are intuitive. You are brilliant. You are beautiful. You are intelligent. And we need you here to communicate these messages, to communicate from your soul and to tell us things that we need to hear. So I'm so excited to have a couple of you guys on today to share how opening up these conversations has impacted you and your favorite episodes and why it's impacted your life and how you've been able to incorporate it into your life because it's all I want to do. I know that I'm not an expert at anything, honestly. I definitely am a jack of all trades. I pick little things up. I love picking up information from everywhere around me, but I wouldn't say I'm an expert at anything. I could say I'm very knowledgeable in something or really good at something, but I would never call myself an expert. And yes, some people's purpose here on earth is to become an expert. But I just want to experience all the little things and dabble and share conversations with people about things and connect. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm here to do. And I feel like a big part of my purpose is to create this place and space of social media. So we're going to dive into the episode. Let's fucking go. Skinny dipping fam. Who is ready to strip down and dive in? Let's fucking go. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, download the episode. Make sure to go follow me on Instagram at sundazedkk and then go follow the podcast at Skinny Dipping Diaries. Love you guys so fucking much. We will continue the conversation over there. So Instagram is the best place to join the conversation because it's it's a great space for it. It's a great space for it. So um, yeah, grab yourself a big glass of water and let's dive in. Let's go. I wanted to start off this episode by talking about the detriments of social media, because why would we create a space and place for soul show media and create this community if there's nothing wrong with social media, the social media that we use today, that we interact with, that we consume, all the things that we are consuming. If there wasn't anything necessarily wrong with it, why would we go somewhere else? Why would we create a new space? So I want to start with talking about the detriments of social media. I did a lot of research around this and I read a lot of articles before coming on the podcast to record and I was just like, yeah, it's just the same thing over and over again. So the main resource that I'm pulling from is the centerforresearch.org and I just felt like they had the most overall information, but I read quite a few articles and they all just kind of said the same thing that Social media has been shown scientifically in research to be linked directly to anxiety and depression and how our generation is honestly one of the most anxious generations to ever exist. And a big part of that is because of our world of social media. That is the overall thing that I saw. And we all know this and it's just a hard pill to swallow because we're all participating in it. I'm participating in it. I suffer from it. I struggle with social media. I struggle with comparing myself. I struggle with mean comments and trolls. I have struggled a lot in the past with thinking that I need to appear a certain way or show my body in a certain way. And in the last year, finding myself waking up, I said, no fucking more. I said, no, I'm done letting social media guide my view and perspective of myself and my life because social media is a highlight reel. Social media is a conjured up version of people's lives and what they want you to see. That's the operative award, what they want, want. They want you to see this part of their life. I, on the other hand, and so many others that are waking up are wanting to create this space where we show the messiness of life and how 
impactful that can be to show our vulnerable selves. And I know so many of you have been posting about your vulnerability and your struggles and it's really inspiring and it's really impactful. And, um, I had a thread on the Instagram last week and it was about intrusive thoughts and the amount of people that opened up about their intrusive thoughts blew my mind. I didn't think that people would want to share their intrusive thoughts because it's really a look into our deepest, darkest thoughts and our deepest, darkest parts of our minds. And it's really hard. It's really hard to share that because you don't want anyone to think less of you, which first of all, I would never think less of you for sharing that because we all have our intrusive thoughts. We all struggle with deep, dark, fucked up shit that you probably would never share with anyone. And I understand because I experienced that too. And when I saw that everyone was sharing their intrusive thoughts, I was like, no way. Like, thank you guys. Like that has such a huge impact because it is so brave and being vulnerable is the bravest thing that you can do. Opening your heart up is the bravest thing that you can do because you're signing up to possibly get hurt. That's why we close. That's why we protect ourselves. That's why we have all these protection mechanisms like anger and anxiety and dissociation and all these things that are meant to protect us. We've created these mechanisms that are meant to protect our mind and our body and our spirit because we've been hurt in the past. And that's why through healing and through opening your heart back up, you're opening yourself up to the possibility of getting hurt. And that is so fucking scary, but it is the bravest thing that you can do. And to open yourself up is to live life to the fullest potential. To open yourself up is to take back control from the people that hurt you. To open yourself back up, you are saying, I choose me. I choose me and I love me and it is the bravest fucking thing that you can do. And trust me, do it at your own pace. Do it in your own divine timing through your own healing. Don't let anyone force you to open up. You have to make that decision yourself. I promise that is where you're going to find the most impact. But when you are ready, it is the bravest thing that you can do. And I still struggle. I still close myself off the past two weeks. I've been like, I don't feel anything because I'm in protection, fight or flight mode. And then I had a session and I cried and I'm still coming back too, and still coming back to my feelings and my emotions. But when I open back up, I just realize, yeah, life, I just get a chill. I just got chills. Life is really painful sometimes, but at the same time, both and duality, it is the most beautiful thing that we will ever experience. The contrast, the back and forth, the up and down, the in between. <sighs> I lost my train of thought because I was just really feeling the emotions of how good it feels to open up your heart. Like just for a second, imagine yourself with this like green or white light, whatever feels good for you. Green is the color of the heart chakra. Just imagine it in your heart area and imagine it expanding. <laughs> imagine it expanding even more. <laughs> And just see your heart open up and try to feel what it feels like to energetically open your heart up. Boom. I bet you just felt it right there. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of chills, maybe a little bit of lightheadedness, maybe a little bit of just a sigh of relief. I can be me. I can open up. I can be vulnerable. It's the bravest thing you will ever fucking do. And I'm so proud of you guys. Going back to the detriments of social media, I'm just going to name, I'm just going to name them. I'm just going to go through it. And obviously this is things that a lot of us already know. So I don't want to like spend too much time on this. I feel like it's kind of obvious information, but this is scientifically backed research from Center for Research. So that's why I'm sharing it. 
First of all, it can disrupt sleep. That is super important. All the screens in front of our faces are fucking up our sleep. They're fucking up the way that our brain processes like dreaming and the way that our brain processes sleeping. And this can directly be linked to anxiety and depression if you don't get good sleep. Um, it creates FOMO. So many people show that FOMO. Oh my God, guys. FOMO is the biggest thing that people experience from social media. I'm not living their life. I'm comparing myself to their life. My friends went out without me. Maybe they're not even my friends. So many things coming in the fear of missing out. FOMO. It's such a big fucking problem. I struggle with it too. You are not alone in that. And it's actually interesting because I learned, I'm not sure what book or podcast it was. If I remember, I'll post it on Instagram. But basically I was listening to this thing about FOMO and being excluded from a friend group and how that actually comes from an evolutionary perspective. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but the evolutionary brain, its only purpose is to pass on its genes. In the primitive part of our brain, our only purpose was to pass on our genes to the next generation. So with that being said, we would do anything to keep ourselves safe so that we could pass on our genes. As humans, we may not be bigger than a lion or a bear, but what we do have is communication. What we do have is community and being able to kind of gang up together to be safe, you know? So that's why it was super important that you had a tribe. It was super important that you had a community because if you had a community back in primitive days with the primitive mind, that would mean you were safe. So from that evolutionary perspective, now in real life, we still want to belong to a group. We want to be a part of a friend group. We want to be a part of a community. We want to be a part of something and have other people around us and not be alone because it makes us feel safe. So that's really important to know. And that's why when you get left out and you have FOMO, your brain is telling you that you're unsafe. It's telling you that you do not have your squad. You do not have your tribe. So therefore you are not safe. And it sends our body into fight or flight to protect ourselves. So from that standpoint, give yourself grace in those moments. Your brain is literally just trying to protect you. If you can find a way to feel safe in that moment through self-soothing, holding your hand to your chest, drinking water, making sure that you're keeping your mouth moist so you're tricking your brain out of fight or flight. Working out gets you out of fight or flight. You're completing the stress cycle response. Maybe calling a friend, talking to a friend or a family member is going to make you feel less alone and more safe. So use little hacks like that so that you can take your body out of fight or flight so you can trick your mind into feeling safe because it really just feels unsafe when you feel left out. You think, oh, I'm getting kicked out of the group like back in the olden days, that would mean that you would probably die. So that makes sense why our brains freak out in those moments. So I hope that helps you a little bit. I don't know if it does. Definitely FOMO is a huge, huge side effect of social media. And it is super fucking painful, especially when you're in high school. Like when I was in high school, it was the most painful thing to be left out. I would literally do everything in my power to not be left out to the point where I literally was like the planner of the group. Um, and I would bring all my friends together and hope that no one felt left out. And I would invite everyone and, and ask people to be friends who maybe like didn't completely connect because I didn't want anyone to be left out. And I just became a planner because I myself didn't want to be left out. And I created a lot of my leadership tendencies through not wanting to be left out. Another thing that really is problematic around social media is body image and how detrimental it is to the way that we view our bodies and the comparison to other people. And oh my God, it is just so terrible. The article talks about this thing called body surveillance, which is just when you're looking at your body and just monitoring it and 
overanalyzing it. And it's like, this is our vessel for experience. I love to practice body neutrality. And that is basically when you appreciate what your body does for you rather than viewing what it looks like. And I'll do a whole nother mini episode on that sometime because that has really helped me in my struggles. But the way that we view our bodies, uh, it's, it's just so fucked up because of social media. So that is a huge problem. All of these things that I just listed, sleep, FOMO, body image, they're directly related to anxiety and depression. And just overall, so many studies have shown that social media is directly linked to the growth of anxiety and depression, especially in adolescents, teens, and young adults. So yeah, man, but also adults, I don't want to like take away adults feel so much like your parents on Facebook, like they are getting so anxious also being on Facebook. Like maybe it's a different generation, but they're fucking addicted too. And that's the other thing that I want to mention is it is so addicting. They literally create social media algorithms and apps and websites to be addicting for the brain. They research the brain and they're like, how the fuck do we make this the most addicting thing that it can? Short form content, like so that you feel that dopamine rush when you receive a like or a comment. This has created a huge problem of instant gratification instead of being able to wait and put in the effort and receive the dopamine that way for achieving what you want. Um, Social media has really impacted instant gratification that is directly related to dopamine in the body. And that's why so many of us are experiencing a lot of symptoms from ADHD because instant gratification just runs out your dopamine. It literally runs out your dopamine to the point where you're dopamine depleted. Um, Dopamine is created in the waiting period for something. And that's why when you work for something a long time and you create that long-term satisfaction over instant gratification, that balances your dopamine in your body more. So that's why so many of us are up and down and up and down. And a big reason, I think, and through research that I've read about, I've seen and kind of created this overall arcing theme in my head that social media really affects the dopamine in our brains. Therefore, making us all go up and down because we're depleted from dopamine and then we're constantly chasing that next dopamine rush and we do that through social media. It's a constant dopamine fix every single time you go on. So that has really... Hey guys, we just want to take a quick break in this episode to let you know how to make your own podcast because we know each and every one of you has something important to say that will offer value to the world around us. We use Anchor. It's this sick platform that is free and has creation tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And now you can add any song from Spotify directly to your podcast. The best part about this is that Anchor automatically distributes your podcast to all platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. This makes podcasting way too easy. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're ready to share your value with the world, which we know you are, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm now to get started. Okay, let's get back to it. Fucked us all up. Um, It's really fucked me up. So that is why I say no more. Social media can be a place of balance. Social media can be a place of intention. Social media can be something more 
than what we're making it out now. It can be a community. It can be something that can change people's lives and make them feel less alone. It can be a lot of times it already is being something that is saving people's lives by having a community online, by having a creator online who inspires you. Literally by having this, it is saving lives. And on the other end of the spectrum, it's taking lives because we're comparing ourselves to other. And a lot of us are affected by depression or anxiety directly correlated with social media. So these are the reasons why I want to create a space of social media. Soul, shul, media. When we can open up conversations like we've been opening up on this season, peep the rest of the episodes, go listen because they're such amazing conversations. We are able to create intention behind the practice of social media. We can make it a place to be open and be honest about the human experience and what we're feeling and experiencing and going through and what we have gone through. We can use it as a place to make ourselves feel less alone in this shit show sometimes like life is beautiful and life is amazing but it's also fucking a shit show let's just fucking be honest we can make it a place of vulnerability of honesty of understanding and of connection and you don't need to hear it from me basically i'm gonna play some clips and we are gonna run it through and we are gonna hear from you guys the impact that soul dash media has had on you the impact that opening up conversations that are fucking important what impact have they had on you i'm gonna open up the conversation to you guys thank you so much for all your submissions so fucking grateful for you guys i'm very excited to hear what you guys have to say i might have to cut some of these up for time but just so you know each one of you means so much to me and i was listening to your recordings and it literally means so much to me and thank you guys for showing up being vulnerable let's cue it Hey friends, it's Jess here and I'm really excited to be able to share my thoughts and thanks on the Skinny Dipping podcast. So the episode that I really wanted to mention today was the one with the beautiful Iris. The message that really resonated with me was the one about learning how to be your own parent, especially for people who have been through traumatic events or who haven't had that stable sense of family or caregiving in their life. For me, um, over the past couple of years, I have had a really unstable family and it's caused lots of trauma that have resulted in eating disorders and a whole bunch of internal work that needs to be done. And I find it really hard to be compassionate to myself. But when the girls were talking about looking at yourself from a third person point of view, it really made sense in my mind to treat myself as if I would treat one of my friends. And it made it so much easier now to be able to look at myself when I'm having a really rough day and struggling to be vulnerable, even with myself, just to sit myself down and and, you know, talk to myself and work through my issues as if I was talking to a friend. I find this a really helpful tip and it's made being vulnerable with myself and doing the hard, deep digging <laughs> and um, work with myself that I would previously struggle with a lot easier, which has been really good on my spiritual journey. So yeah, I'm just really grateful for that episode. And I hope that that thought really resonates with you guys as well. <laughs> hey, Kayla. Hey, Skitty Dipping family. My name is Hannah. Okay, I'm going to try to go quick. So uh, I love all the episodes, but I think one of my favorites is I like the one where you talk about how obstacles are just rerouting on your journey. Um, ever since I started applying that, it has been a blessing. We aired it on the 22nd of March, and 22nd is my 
lucky number. I mean, right after I finished recording this, I recorded the first try. I went into a cycling class and I got bicycle number 22. I mean, it's like signs everywhere. So that was my favorite one because I have a very similar journey to Iris. Um, I related a lot to a lot of things she said. Plus, ever since I listened to that, I really started living by the moon because I'm a very spiritual person, but I never really knew the impact the moon actually had on our energy. And I started living by that. And I actually had a really big download the other day on the new moon. Um, I did a whole release ceremony and I swear to God, it was one of the best things I've ever done. Just amazing what mother nature can do and what it's capable of if we just tap into it, um, which is something that I really learned from your podcast. Also, everybody, you should go listen to all the episodes because they're all just thebomb.com. And then one last thing I wanted to say is that the bravest thing anybody can do is feel your emotions. Just sit with them, look them in the eye, look at your traumas, look at what it has to teach you and just sit with it. That is the bravest thing one can do and nobody teaches us that in school or anything. Anyway, so thank you so much for having me on here. Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much, Jess, for opening up and sharing that with us. Learning how to reparent yourself can feel so frustrating and different. And I'm so proud of you for how far you've come. And Hannah, thank you so much. I love how we both received very similar downloads to share that being vulnerable is the bravest thing that anyone can do. I love that episode with Iris so much and I love you both. Let's cue Vish. Hi guys, I'm Vish and I'm 18 years old and I come from Sri Lanka. I've been listening to Skinny Dipping Diaries podcast since the beginning of this year and one of my favorite episodes was the one that was out recently, Diving with Eva Jules. So Eva was talking about the importance of being alone and how to thrive as an individual. Um, I think I'm an empath, so I definitely thrive when I'm alone and when I'm um, in too much company of others, I tend to feel like very drained out and just, I don't know, it just doesn't suit me. So, and I also have been feeling very guilty about doing this, that others think I'm weird. Oh my God, this boy is so crazy that he's always alone, like things like that. But I know that deep inside me, I'm happy when I'm alone. And I'm so glad to know that Eva was like really inspiring in her YouTube platform. But like, (laughs) I'm so glad to realize and like know that I'm not alone as a person that loves to be alone. Secondly, I'm still in school, so I definitely have so many intrusive thoughts. And she was talking about intrusive thoughts and how to manage social anxiety. And I think we all have to actually... Um, be gentle with ourselves when we feel anxious or when these intrusive thoughts come we have to play a guided meditation or take a shower or do a visualization Um, as Eva told like I'd love to visualize that from my crown chakra a bright white light falls and just uh, all the negativity leaves my body through my feet to the ground and that's one of the exercises that I do when I'm anxious. This episode was really amazing and I'm so glad that I have the chance to speak up on here and thank you so much. Hey everyone, my name is Cassie, but you can feel free to call me Cass. My favorite episode this season, although all were incredible, was the episode with Ava Jules. In this episode, Kayla and Ava talk about being alone and I had a similar experience to Ava in listening to her be so vulnerable about her journey of getting to know herself by being comfortable being alone was truly so impactful and resonated so deeply with an experience I recently had. During my freshman year of college, I was sent home because of the pandemic and forced to essentially be by myself. And before going to college freshman year, my anxiety was at its peak. So to own my shit, I think I used college 
as a means to bury that anxiety instead of to work through it. So as you can imagine, being alone during the height of a pandemic forced me to quite literally sit in my thoughts and reflect on who I am at the core of my being. So I went through a pretty painful spiritual awakening and kind of forced myself, you could say, to sit in my feelings, journal it out, cry it out, and connect to my true self and all the pain I had been burying and replacing with distractions for the past several months. I also realized the career I was so set on was not something my soul longed for anymore, and this realization was freaking scary because I formed such an attachment to what people expected of me, especially as a wellness influencer, and I knew I had to listen to my intuition and learn to trust the shifts taking place in my life. This episode taught me that being alone and connecting to your true self isn't supposed to be easy, but the pain of awakening and connecting to your soul is the most rewarding experience or experiences in your life. And in this episode, Kayla and Ava made me feel a whole lot less alone on this uncertain but beautiful life, human life. And for that, I am grateful. Thank you so much, Bish and Cass. Both of your insights are so fucking valued and I'm so grateful for both hey, of you. Dipping family, this is so cool. My name is Vivian Joe, and I am reflecting on this season's episode with Hannah Girard. I related to Hannah when she mentioned the need to retreat while healing before speaking about it and speaking about the dark times and then realizing, wait a second, I'm always healing. And this relates to the idea that we are imperfect spiritual beings and the journey is an infinite cycle of learning and unlearning, which is why I also related to Kayla when she mentioned that we need to meet ourselves with grace. This relates to my life where I've been on this spiritual journey for about five Five to six years and it feels like there is a pressure to get to, to this certain destination within the self when the reality is no matter how many nights I journal in a row and meditate there is always going to be shifts and changes which is why it is so so important to meet the self with patience grace and love thank you so much Kayla for having me on and I hope to be around a little bit more i'm hoping to start my own podcast soon you have inspired me so much everybody on skinny dipping involved with skinny dipping has inspired me immensely so thank you all Thank you so much, Vivian. That episode with Hannah really woke me up and I 100% think that you should start your own podcast. I love your voice and the way you articulate your words. Being on your journey for five years, I'm sure you have so much insight to share and I will definitely be listening to it and supporting you when it comes out. Thank you for coming on today. Cue the next one. Hey, Skinny Dipping fam. My name's Hattie, and I absolutely loved the episode with Iris recently. The genuine, true connection that you two had between each other was just so clear and so comforting for me. I'm kind of going through the part of my journey where I'm reevaluating some friendships and um, feeling somewhat at a lack and the people in my life going through this time with me. So hearing you two connect and have 
have that really authentic conversation was super inspiring to me, honestly. Um, I also was very inspired by the fact that Iris had never actually shared her story before and she did so, so beautifully. And um, there's some really hard topics in there and she just did such a great job of being down to earth with them. Um, I just really enjoyed how realistic you two were in this conversation of not everything is linear, nothing is linear and nothing blooms 100% of the time. There's those dormant seasons that are just as important and show us the light and the dark. So thank you so much, Kayla, for what you're doing here is given me such a jump start in my awakening and I can't thank you enough. I think my favorite episode would be the one talking about healing not being linear. I related so much to what Hannah was saying about learning all of these beliefs about herself that aren't true. For me personally, I've always been told I'm too much, I'm too sensitive, that I'm the problem. I've internalized this so much throughout my life that now I'm in a place of trying to heal a lifetime of trauma and limiting beliefs that I have learned. I think it's so important to show yourself grace and acceptance while healing because this path can feel so difficult at times, but it can also be so freeing to come back to the version of yourself that you once lost. I'm so grateful for these episodes and how much vulnerability and honesty is always shared. Hi, I'm Kaylin, and I really just want to highlight and thank Kayla first off for her vulnerability and opening up conversations that have helped me to connect with myself on a deeper level, as well as hearing other people's points of views and stories. I especially resonated with Ava's episode about spending so much time alone. As someone who struggles with social anxiety myself and has been doing online school for my first two years of college, I've struggled with feeling so detached from potential connections that I could be making out there while simultaneously fearing and craving those connections and interactions. But I've also found this comfort within myself that I was never willing to look at before. I've learned that I can direct my energy towards the things that are most important to me rather than placing so much of my value on outside perceptions and how other people view me. Doing what seems to be some of the simplest things alone can be so difficult to overcome, but once you actually push yourself out of your comfort zone little by little, it starts to become less daunting and you start to realize that you're so capable of doing the thing despite all of the fears that you have to push past. When I get in my head and start to form these narratives that are completely made up about myself, I remind myself that I'm not my thoughts and I'm just an observer of them. It's really comforting to know that you're never alone in what you're feeling and a lot of people happen to feel this way and that you'll always have yourself to come back to no matter what. Hi everyone, I'm Anna and this whole season of skinny dipping has taught me so much about what it means to be on my own personal healing journey. But as far as my favorite episode, the one that resonated with me the most was with Hannah when she was talking about how healing isn't linear. I think I connected with this episode because it's something I've been having to learn on my spiritual journey recently, is to give myself that self-love and grace even on the days when I feel like I'm going backwards. And I think that's important to meet yourself at a place of acceptance and love, no matter what your journey looks like that day. I think we're all just trying to figure out life, and it's a lot easier when we can be easy on ourselves and be comfortable with ourselves, even on the days when we're struggling. Hi, I'm 
stars, and Skinny Dipping is my favorite podcast. I love all of the episodes and got inspired from all of them, but I think the episode that impacted me the most was the social anxiety one with Ava Jules because I spent time with myself without any music or my phone after I listened to that episode. It was really scary, and I learned that even though I thought that I've been spending time with myself this whole time, I haven't really been, because I still use my phone sometimes as a crutch when I'm sitting alone, or use music to distract myself from my thoughts. I definitely felt the intrusive thoughts come in when I was sitting alone with myself. I realized that lately I haven't been truly happy. I've just been distracting myself to avoid feeling certain emotions. I've been working on carving out time to sit with myself and allow myself to feel all my emotions, even if it's uncomfortable, because it's like I'm lying to myself and others if I pretend to be okay all the time. This episode relates to my story because as far back as I can remember, I've always been so anxious of what people think about me or had a lot of fear of the unknown. I learned from this episode to stop distracting myself from my thoughts with music or my phone when I'm trying to be spending time with myself because even though it's uncomfortable to feel the not so good feelings, it helps us grow and learn more about ourselves. Hey, I'm Maddie, and I'm sending this message from Australia. So I've loved this whole season of skinny dipping. Um, The episodes have been incredibly enjoyable and grounding to listen to. My own personal journey with spirituality has been quite rocky, um, and a lot of my journey recently has been about trying to redefine what spirituality looks like for me rather than trying to follow the practices of those around me. Um, Growing up, I had family members who held Christian beliefs, but unfortunately used those beliefs to validate their hatred and homophobia and racism, which I absolutely did not agree with at all. Um, And then when I was 10, my mum died of cancer and that made me become an atheist out of rebellion and anger towards the situation that I was in. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that spirituality is different for everyone. For me personally, it doesn't look like going to church or praying or believing in God or um, reading the Bible. Even though it can look like that for some people, that doesn't necessarily mean I resonate with those practices or feel called to do those practices. But, you know, listening to this episode with Iris and Kayla, um, two influencers with a pretty big platform, speak about that, like, spirituality looks different to everyone. There is no right or wrong way to be spiritual. It was a very realistic way of looking at spirituality that I necessarily haven't seen much of on social media because at the beginning of my journey, I thought I was doing something wrong by not getting up at 5am to meditate every day or do yoga consistently every day Um, because, you know, we're all human. We have things that go on in our lives that we can't control and we can't necessarily keep up a spiritual practice every day. But if we find small moments throughout our day that connect us to ourselves and allow us to look inwards, then we're doing something right. Thank you guys all so much for opening up about your stories and the impact that these conversations have had on you. I was literally tearing up listening to everyone's messages because I feel the impact and I just want to say thank you for the impact and the insight that you have had on me and having you all a part of this conversation is literally the biggest blessing. Okay, let's finish it off guys. Hello, my name is Caitlin and my favorite episode from this season of Skinny Dipping was probably the most recent episode that features Ava Jules. I really enjoyed listening to it because not only did you talk about the importance of learning how to be alone, but how you can enjoy spending time alone as well, which is what I really think is crucial. It really resonated with me because 
I used to just think if I can just find my person, the right friends, you know, that everything will fall into place. And I had a really big lesson to learn when I got to that point and I did meet my person. I did fall in love and I've entered into a happy, committed relationship. Those things weren't all falling into place. I still felt that sadness and that loneliness within. I just felt so lost and and lonely in my own head. And the reason why things weren't falling into place is because I wasn't giving that love to myself. And that is what matters. And over the years, as I've been really putting in the time and effort to really heal one of the strongest foundations personally for the betterment of not only my mental health, but my emotional and my spiritual health as well is spending time alone. Because in doing that, in spending that time alone and really enjoying and loving myself for who I am and being there for myself in exactly the way that I need it, I am able to continue filling up that light and passion that I have within. When I saw the words alone, social anxiety, intrusive thoughts, I'm just like, whoa, mind blown. I can relate so much on a deep level and I'll tell you why. And it really started with 2020 and COVID. During that time, I remember all we could really do was um, be alone in our own space, isolate and quarantine. And throughout the whole year 2020, I know some people can say that that year was such a growing period of their life, whether it's in their mental health or appreciating more of their relationships and friendships in their life but with me that was the complete opposite that alone time for me it was such a mind wreck and my mental health was draining and it led me to one of the lowest places in my life and it scared me and a lot of intrusive thoughts came to me like I don't deserve any good relationships in my life because there's so many that came and went I'm too broken to start anew people that's that's still in my life only are there because they feel bad for me I was shitting on myself when I was in such a low place I was limiting my capabilities and self-about giving myself a chance not being a friend towards myself but spending more time alone I realized that being alone I may be alone but I'm not lonely and sometimes alone times a chance to breathe get to know yourself more grow in those aspects of your life that's all i have to say and one of the favorite things to say to people is thank you for being you and i hope you all have a good day my name is lesis felis thank you hi um i'm sam my favorite episode of skinny dipping diaries actually was the the rebirth one i just re-listened to it again because i also have struggled with the fact that like multiple genders gender fluid whatever and like it never felt like fully comfortable within myself ever um which really made me feel seen and actually like helped me be set on the right track to being more accepting of who I am and not like basing myself off of how others perceive me. Tachi said that they're just a vessel for a story because yeah that's that's exactly what it is. It's honestly a superpower being yourself especially if you have or if you identify with being one or more genders or neither or both or anything really and that that made me feel so happy being you is the most important thing and it doesn't matter what others think yeah <laughs>
because yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. It's honestly a superpower being yourself, especially if you have or if you identify with being one or more genders or neither or both or anything really. And that that made me feel so happy and that is hands down my favorite episode because of that. Um, I think it was a really great episode. Just being you is the most important thing and not really, it doesn't matter what others think. And yeah. (laughs) Hi everyone. My name's Jenna and I loved every episode in this season of Skinny Dipping, but I would say my two favorite were the episodes with Hannah and Ava. Um, As someone who's a beginner in exploring their spirituality and healing journey, I felt safe and seen and like I didn't have to have a certain aesthetic to fit into this community and that my healing journey is mine and there's things you can take and leave and also everyone is experiencing such similar things that sometimes feel so so heavy on our shoulders the lessons i learned within these episodes related to my story because i've battled mood disorders for so many years of my life thinking that i'll just never be in the right season of life to be able to look inward and so i wait and wait and wait and eventually those days turned into years and the waiting almost took my life when i was in a really extreme low one time i wrote something and it went like this I don't get it. When did life become so hard to just live? Yes, I know I have so many blessings in my life. I often struggle with convincing myself I can't have lows because I do have amazing things in my life that others don't, which simply isn't true. But at face value, I let intrusive thoughts in and I overthink everything. And for what? I'm scared I'm going to wake up in 20 years and regret how I live most of my life, just thinking and thinking and not just living. Something great happens or someone amazing is welcomed into my life and I sit with it for one minute. And then I start overthinking and fixating on negatives or what ifs. I begin to overthink and let the intrusive thoughts in. I internalize those words I hear in my head until it consumes me. And that experience or person isn't just amazing anymore. It's coded in anxiety. This cycle drains me. I wake up in fight or flight every day, falling into the pattern that thinking that I can only find healing within myself and awaken a part of me that is able to battle these thoughts when life is going only a certain way. Only then can I have the time and resources to fix myself. But when will that be? But with resources like Skinny Dipping, I've learned that that time is now and no circumstances will ever be perfect. I'm worthy as I am now and I'm not a project to fix. I'm a person with thoughts, feelings, battles, and I'm worthy of being accepted just as I am. Healing and growing is ever-changing and your needs will shift as time goes on. But you are you and you are beautiful and you will never be a project that needs to be fixed. Again, thank you guys all for being fucking vulnerable. When I first listened to these, I was tearing up super fucking emotional um and just revisiting them i'm just like wow you guys are all so brave for being so vulnerable and i appreciate you guys so much um the last one with jenna i just want to say that i had tears in my eyes like you are such a beautiful soul and i'm so happy that you're here and on this journey and actually actually guys jenna is a listener that i've connected with and she's an amazing artist and we have a very exciting project coming soon so you'll be seeing more of her thank you guys all for sharing your insight and let's dive into how we can create social media and create social media and give some applicable advice let's do this thing 
Thank you guys so much for all your insight and all your intuitive downloads and just sharing a little bit of the impact that opening up conversations and creating intention behind social media and content has had on you. Like we can create intentional content and that's what I want to talk about. How do we create this balance? How do we create soul show media. You know me. I love applicable advice. I love things that we can actually apply to our life. So let's talk about it. These are the top two things that I think that we can do to create soul show media and make this space a better place and create a community. Number one is boundaries. All of us need boundaries with everything in our life, including social media. This means boundaries with your time and your energy. What are your boundaries with social media? Do you have like that little thing on your phone that tells you when you've gone on too long? Do you turn it off every single time it does that? Because fucking same. What I have to do is literally physically turn my phone off and put it away. That's what I have to do. I need to create time and space to be off social media. And you have to do this by setting boundaries with yourself. And every single time you set a boundary with yourself and you keep your word to yourself, your confidence in yourself grows. Your trust in yourself grows. So start doing that shit today. What is it for you? Can you spend one day off of social media? Can you spend one day off of social media? That's always my goal. One day a week where I don't go on social media. People who have been on this season, that's what they say. One day a week, be off social media. Be off of it. Ava and Hannah have both told me they don't go on social media certain days of the week because they need boundaries. They need balance. So I would highly recommend like choosing a day of the week to be off social media. Also being off social media like by 9 p.m. or something, because if you're on it before bed, it really fucks with your sleep. Um, And don't be on it first thing in the morning because it also fucks with your brain. When the first light you see is light of your phone rather than the light of day and the light from the sun, it actually chemically fucks with your brain. So set boundaries for me when I'm with my friends or with my boyfriend, when I'm with other people. I like to be off my phone. I turn it off. I put it away. I will go somewhere and I will leave it in my car and I won't even bring it. So set boundaries with social media. That is number one. Number two is intention and purpose. They're kind of one and the same. Intention. What is your intention behind social media? I'm not going to judge you if social media is just fun for you. Fucking have it be that. Have it be fun for you. Like it doesn't have to be serious. You don't have to be having the conversations that I'm having here. You don't have to be doing that at all. But just ask yourself, what is your intention? Is your intention to have fun? to create funny shit that makes people laugh or to watch things that make you laugh and that are funny? Is your intention to learn things from people? Is your intention to teach things to people? Is your intention to open up? Is your intention to connect with friends that you haven't seen in a while? Is your intention to communicate and connect with others? What is your intention behind social media? It doesn't have to be serious, but you need to know your intention. Just kind of think of your intention behind social media. Is your intention to escape? Is your intention to dissociate? Is your intention to numb? If so, I understand. I do that shit too. I fucking do that shit. But let me tell you, it does not ever make me feel better. And the numbing never lasts that long. And it honestly makes me feel more drained when I've arrived. Social media is an energy exchange. It's an energy exchange. Therefore, I'm giving energy to people that I don't even know on the internet, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Sometimes about shit I don't even give a fuck about. Sometimes I love learning and love listening and love collaborating and getting downloads from hearing other people and learning about new things on social media. But if your intention is to numb or dissociate or to just escape the pain that you're feeling 
I understand it's really fucking hard. I would recommend finding other ways to cope with your feelings, talking to somebody, getting help. I mean, I know therapy is such a privilege, but you guys know like you can use my better help discount if you want. That's not even a plug. That's honestly just because I want people to find affordable therapy that's accessible. If you can find someone to help you, if you can find someone to go to like body work or acupuncture or Reiki with, I found that to be very helpful in my journey of growth. I found that very, very helpful. Finding a replacement mechanism is really also helpful. So for me, instead of going on social media, maybe what I'll do is I'll put it down and I'll go for a walk around my yard in that moment that I want to pick it up because all you really need to do is like separate yourself from it in that moment because with addiction, like You just need to literally separate yourself from it, turn off your phone, put it in a drawer far away, go for a little walk or go for a little stretch or pick up your journal and use that as a mechanism instead. I promise you guys, once you stop numbing, and I do it too, I still do it. After like three years into my healing journey, I still choose numbing sometimes. I still choose dissociation. I still choose the escape. So don't shame yourself for it. I'm going to try to do the same because even though I know better, that doesn't always mean that's what my brain chooses because my brain wants to protect itself and feel safe. And I give it grace in those moments because fuck, dude, we're just all trying to escape pain. That's how we've been taught to deal with our emotions. But if you are able to sub in a different behavior like journaling or going on a walk or something like that, your life is going to completely radically change. When you choose that, it's all in the little choices we make, all in our daily habits. That's how we create the life that we want and become the person that we really want to be and manifest our dreams is our daily habits, our daily choices. And that is a little moment where you can just choose something different that is going to impact your life every single time you face your feelings, write them down. What are you experiencing? What are you avoiding? Write down, what am I avoiding by going on social media right now? Every single time you want to go on it for one week, just try to do that. And yes, use social media, give yourself time to use it. Say, I'm going to use it for two hours a day. Boom. Set your boundaries, boundaries and intention. That's what you need to focus on. And we can all create a space and place of social media, social media rather than soul-sucking social media, we can free ourselves from the grasp that it has on all of us because it's so unfair that they created these programs that have a grasp on our developing brains. It's fucked up. Fuck them, honestly. But we have the responsibility over ourselves to set boundaries, to choose something different. And that's why I want to create a space and place where we support each other in that while also making social media intentional and creating a safe space for people to feel less alone. Thank you guys so much for all your input and just creating this community with me. I just want to tell you a little bit of what's to come. So basically, this is the last week of this season because I really, guys know, I really want to get it together for you guys. So we are going to be taking off like a month and like two weeks, like a month and a half from having guests because I need to go travel, see the guests, connect with them um, and create amazing content for you guys. So please stick around because one, I'll be releasing soul and progress episodes. I'll probably take next week off because I'm going to Coachella, but basically I will be releasing soul and progress mini like 20 minute, 15 minute episodes to hold you off until the new season and all Also, I'm going to be creating something. I don't want to say what it is exactly yet and really dive into it because I want to launch it in the perfect way. But just stay tuned and keep your eyes out and keep your ears out for what is to come because guys, 
We're going to create an amazing soul show media, soul in progress, skinny dipping community. I'm so excited to strip down and dive in and have conversations with you guys. If you have ideas of what you would want implemented in that community, please DM me at Sundays to KK or at skinny dipping diaries. I do read the DMS. I do answer. I just want to create a space and place for all of us to connect. I love you guys so much. Take good care of yourselves and I'll see you Thursday for a soul in progress mini episode. Thank you to all the guests that were on today. And thank you to all the guests that were on this season. I love you guys so much. And we just had an amazing, amazing, amazing season. And I am so excited to level it up. Let's level up skinny dipping guys. Bye guys. Love you. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. So fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian-approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore, and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for skinny dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny 50 and use code skinny 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny 50 at factormeals.com slash skinny 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kintz. Go to kintz.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kintz.com slash skinny dipping.